Hi, good night. Well, it's night in my country. So, how are you doing? Remember that book we talked about yesterday? Stay tuned, I will tell you more. So, welcome. Today, I want to talk to you about the book that I told you about yesterday. I went to the gym this morning. I left my house around, the bus was 5.06 in the morning to go to the gym. I registered for the gym like Sunday and uh, various things been happening throughout the week, right? And I did not want to do on an unnecessary trip. So... It just so happened that I have to travel Sunday. Remember I told you about my music video? Yes, that is Sunday. And I need to do my gym for three days. So instead of traveling four days, I'm like, you know, it's better I stay home and do something productive, you know, because time is one of the most powerful things that you have you you just have a limited amount of time in your life. And the joke on all of us is that we don't even know how much that is. So no matter how much wealth you accumulate in your life, you just cannot get back the one minute that just passed. It's impossible. Doesn't matter your age, gender, it's it's impossible. And that is why... Education, self-education will make you a living, according to Jim Rohn's. Self-education is very important because I was, I was the other day talking to my friend and, um, and I was, and I had a pause and I was just thinking, you know, sometimes like thoughts just going through my head and I like to catch them, you know, when they're going through my head, right? Then I turned and I said, you know what? I think education actually gives back your time. Think about it. For example, if you don't know how to bake a cake, right? Then you would probably decide, okay, I'm going to find out the ingredients and how to make a cake. I am going to go to the best cake maker in my community and have them teach me. Or I'm just going to trial and error in the kitchen and say what can come up. And we all know how it works. If you go to the professional who already knows how to make a cake, then based on your level, because of course you're not a professional, he won't give you a complicated cake recipe. But at the end of the day, he will tell you exactly what you need, how to do it, and you will get a cake from it. And the second time that you go ahead to make a cake, now you have knowledge. Now you probably don't even have to visit this person, right? All you have to do is just go over the recipe, the exact recipe that you were told until you, until you master it, until you're, st- you're starting to teach others. And that is the game, you know? One way of... Being a professional on information that you receive is your capacity to teach another person because there then you would realize 
any holes and you'd realize how well you actually understand it. So feedback is very important. Like a lot of people I know, I remember the other day I was saying this thing to this person, you know, I was saying, what was he doing? Like he was, um, what was he doing? Like, yeah, he's, he was, he's not the most unmessy person in the world. He's, he's very messy. So it's, it's not easy being around a messy person. Like I don't, I, I don't like being around a messy person at, at all. So, you know, I would try to help, you know, and then, but you have to understand that whether or not you're messy, whether or not you are professional, whether or not you're just average, the truth about it is that we all follow a strict rule and it produces a result, right? So you have to intentionally do a certain activity consistently for you to be recognized as, okay, this person is very professional, this person is unprofessional, this person is um, very messy. But either way, there's some work that actually goes on. Because if you talk to like somebody who is very tidy and when you go to their house, you know, you know, you have to be very careful because you are aware of how intense they are, right? If you try to tell that person, okay, your job today is to be messy. It is difficult. And that just show you it, everything takes real work. So just don't underestimate anything. So I tell you that to tell you, I tell you this to tell you that, <laughs> that everything takes a bit of work, right? And we, and in our imagination, as the cake, we can imagine it's like, okay, based on the texture of a cake, we know that there's flour in there, there's some self-rising ingredient in there, and there's some kind of sweetener in there. And we can assume, but also those same ingredients are into a dumpling, okay? Those same ingredients are into a pancake. How it is made, it's different, right? So therefore, we need people who are already in the field to give us some guidance. So I got the book yesterday, right, as I was telling you about it. And I start reading it. I was reading it because I was on the bus to the gym. And I was saying, okay, I'm leaving so early. The bus drive is, you would not believe how far I, I go to the gym. I go like two hours drive to the gym. Yeah, I do that. And because I leave so early, like, you don't really see the two hours. But then I try to maximize it. So I was on the bus and I was reading... I was reading my Kindle. Guys, you need to get Kindle, you know? So I was reading my Kindle. But I was reading my Kindle app on my phone instead of traveling with extra luggage. And I read quite. I read like about 60% of the book, right? 
and the information that is in the book, it's unbelievable. It's so much unbelievable. And I am more convinced than any time at all that in order for you to have more life hours in your life, you need to be educated in an area that you are interested in and in an area that gives you financial freedom that enable you to do the other things in life like um, take care of your family, have fun with your friends, um, give back to charity, give back to community, young ones. These things are very important. But a lot of times, if we're not financially stable, we use most of our time trying to get money and we don't have enough time to pay attention to our welfare, to our health, to our family and friends. And life at the end of the day is about family and friends. So being educated in areas that will give you back your time is actually the the goal in life. Okay? Yes, it will take some time because based on your programming, your your family background or how your mindset has been for whatever reason, your environment, it takes a while before, you know, the information goes down, but does it doesn't matter. You know? Every mickle make a muckle. That's a Jamaican quote. But it's true. Every one cent adds up to a dollar, okay? And every dollar adds up to one million dollar. So don't worry about the time because a lot of time you said, okay, I don't have enough time, later, later, later. And before you know it, two years pass. And if during that time you would say, okay, I don't have the time, but I will read one sentence. You know, you've finished the book. You know that, right? So every makele make a muckle. Okay, so I was going through the book as I was instructed. Well, I like to say I was instructed. I prefer that powerful word. But I, um, it was just mentioned, you know. It's a funny thing with these um, successful people. They're not really in the business of forcing you. Like Their mindset is on a different level, right? So they will just say something. And based on your mindset and based on their mindset, you will probably take it casually because they kind of casually say it but if you were educated in a way to recognize that you only can get value from value then you will just jump on it so that's a mindset so when it was casually mentioned like a lot of time because as i tell you i used to go to i went to a, a traditional high school right and how they educate us in just school. Because, just a little break here. Like, people are saying nowadays that modern education is broken. Mm-hmm. I understand the, the, the point of view that they're coming from. However, one of the main things that it does, it doesn't teach you how anything about wealth. Let's put it that way. So, when they say the modern education system is broken, they're talking mainly about wealth. And also they're talking about it does not, it doesn't focus on your gift and talent, right? So that's what they're talking about. But the other side to it is that they're teaching you how to think. 
Yes, they don't teach you how to think the way you need to be teach, learn. You, you need to learn how to think. But there is some level of teaching you how to think there. And this is what I had learned when I was going to this particular school that I'm getting. I was getting, I was getting this information that basically, yeah, I, I, I got this, this, this skill set. Like when the teacher says something, you jump on it. You just, you just jump on it. If they say do this, you just do it now. So there's a lot of things in high school that I don't remember. And there's a lot of things that I do remember, but the one thing I learned was whenever somebody of a particular professional status say something, you just jump on it. And that skill has been helping me. So I jumped on this book and I'm going through the book, guys, and I'm convinced. I was convinced before, but I'm so convinced now you cannot learn anything by trial and error it's a waste of your limited time on earth and you don't know how much that is you can't even measure it but what you can do is to prevent as much as possible your time going to things that can be done in less time and spending more time where it matters with friends and family and um, actualizing what you want in life, right? When I read this book, oh, but I thought like I knew like a lot, right? But this guy just proved me wrong, you know? So, you know, every level, another devil, that's what they say. <laughs> but this was not a devil, you know? This was like, it's like my brain cracked open a little wider and you start seeing the world a way you have not seen it before. And you realize like I've been, I've been walking around asleep all this time and that's what education does to you, you know? So I have some outlines that I want to tell you guys about, but um, let me see. I pressed the wrong button. I actually have the Kindle book open. What did I do? Let me type it in. Kindle. I'm on my Mac computer right now. And I was reading from my phone. But right now I'm using my phone to talk to you. So therefore I'm using my Mac. Um, cancel. I don't want to go to my furthest reading right now. So just to remind you of the book, it's called One One. I don't know why I'm saying 101, because I guess he means 101, Fast, Good, Cheap Hacks to Writing a Killer Sales Letter by Jack Turk. Now guys, I know this um, book title. It, it made a lot of people like, mm, nah, not interested. Because when I heard it, you know, I was like, mm, sales letter, I don't need to do this. However, what I understand is that um, a lot of times with headlines, what it's, a headline is actually also 
Atten attention grabber, as you know, but it's also a filter. You ever heard the saying when the teacher, if when the student is ready, the teacher will appear? Take it seriously. And the teacher can appear in terms of a book, a child giving you advice, an actual tutor, an experienced entrepreneur or an experienced person in the field that you're interested in being a professional at. The teacher can come into like um, an incident happening to you, can come into various ways. But this is what the book cover also does. It filters out. And if you weren't, if I was not open-minded enough, if I had not been educated enough to realize that a book cover is more than what meets the eye, then I probably would have passed it over because even though I know these things, there's a little part in my head was like, oh, you know, sales letter already. Oh, you don't need to do that. And then based on my 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 learning i knew that if it was something that was advised or mentioned by somebody more than 10 times my level then i need to take it serious even if they said casually i need to take it serious and i'm very much convinced of that all right, so I will just go to my notes and I will just tell you some highlights from this book so you can find out what is happening here. Okay, let me see. I did not. Okay, hold on, save. So I'm doing it on the computer, but as I tell you, okay. All right. So this first part, he was talking about um, headlines. And he was saying, no, this isn't about headlines. Creating killer offers. Okay, that's the next chapter. Okay, listen to this. Write the first draft as fast as you can without stopping. Now, he's talking about um, when you have something to do, a project, or you have an assignment, or even you're starting your own online company. He's talking about not procrastinating if you have a task to do so he's saying do it as quickly as possible don't get fancy don't try to impress with ten dollar words meaning you know those big words just write it out just as if you are talking to a customer directly write the letter let the letter sit a day come back Read it aloud and fix anything that does not sound right. Send it out and see what happens. Here you go. A quick, simple and effective system for producing a sales letter that's fast, cheap and good. It works because you're building upon a proven system. Now guys... This was just a part of the note that I saved. But this, he talked about, he said here, sales letter. But this is more than sales letter. Because I remember using this system when I was in school. And not only that, I actually was using it this week, right? The thing is that when you have a deadline that is long, 
you will take that much time there's a proverbial saying or a saying that i remember like don't quote me but it was something to this nature if you give a man say 40 days i'm going to say to do something he will take 40 days if you give him a day he will do it in a day and this is what we need to do because um the other day i had uh, something to do right and to me i wouldn't say i was making up excuses and delaying right i felt that my reasons were very valid i was confident in them and then it just so happened i spent a lot of time with this confident this this procrastination and then it came to the point where i needed to make a decision because i needed to go somewhere and then my transportation is going to be ready in like this amount of time so i just had to cut all the nonsense like like i'm tired i can't right now i don't feel good i literally forgot all these excuses i made in my head and i was just moving move i had no time for excuses and this is what by the way i accomplished what i want and i was so surprised i didn't know how i got the energy but this is what happened you know when you have like a proven deadline then you realize all the excuses that you were you had before and you were very confident in it it was just it was just a way to procrastinate right so this is what he's saying here you know just start just do your first move make it fast don't try to be fancy and i like that he also point out that keep it for a day and come back and read it out aloud because you know sometimes what i'm now i'm talking about an actual project when you do that project and especially you're you're fast in executing the main ideas right when the following day you can see the errors that you made easier than when you just completed it so i like that he made that mark that 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 notation okay let me see if i can find what else i made as my notes okay so i have another note here i made several notes okay okay so here i have a note here okay let me go back it would be easier so much easier on my phone right a great offer should really make you cringe cringe weep just thinking about it now he's talking about making an offer and you know what an offer is an offer is your core product with 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 additional that supports this core product additional things like for example you know every activity that you entered in or decision you decide to do it creates a problem that you never had before for example if you decide that you're going to go to school 
Now you have to be thinking, okay, I need equipment. You never needed school equipment until you decided to go to school. And then you need like your books and stuff. And then you're like, okay, so I need to do homework. So I need like a study table and everything. And I need to study. So I need to timetable my time. So that's just one simple example. So every new venture that you take on, it have its own problem. So therefore, that's what, that's what you add to your core product. However, there's something very important that you need to add to. You need to add value. And you may think that adding more, solving the problems of your, poor, of your core product is enough. But no, it is not. Because a lot of people can do this. A lot of people aren't doing it, but a lot of people can do it. But that's not why people are going to buy from you. People buy from you when you have a unique spin. And that unique spin is only personal to you. Based on your experience, based on your education, based on your usage of your knowledge. So when you add that oomph onto your solution for your core product, that is when you have a true, a true offer. And he's saying that your offer should be so good so good that it makes you weep just thinking about it. It's so good that it hurts. And that way, when your customers see, because people don't really care about the core products, you know, but when they see what you're offering, say, as a bonus, sorry, along with the core products, and if it's really, really value-added, really, really niche-specific to the point where you want to cringe that you can't believe that you're giving this away for free, then that's when the market responds. Because this is how you feel, cringing in the corner. And if I'm the, the customer, when I see it, I'm shocked. I cannot believe this. And therefore, I'm just going to grab it before I lose out. There's this quotation that says, um, it was by Tony Robbins. It was, it's actually in this book also. It says, um, humans are more, I don't know it word for word, but I'll just say it in my own word. They are more concerned they are more concerned with the fear of loss than the fear of gain. Okay? And I proved that to myself. Even this week also. You know, like I needed to um, do some things. And I know that it's some kind of uh, investment on a different kind of level. It's not like a huge investment. But like if I invest what I had to invest in it, like I know that it can come back to be a good thing, right? But then I was thinking also, which was a little bit more stronger, I have to give up some time and I don't want to do that right now. And I prefer to get someone to do it so that I don't have to use my time, which is an option. And I'm like, 
this is what I'm doing. This is exactly what Tony Robbins says. People are more afraid of loss than they're afraid of gain. And the gain was very impressive. Very impressive. But I was more, my, my reptilian brain was more focused on, okay, but you're going to lose this. So I even prove it to myself. Like, I've been hearing this statement a long time, but I didn't know it was Tony Robbins who said it. And I just never understood what it meant. And today I understood. So that's what that parts mean. Let me look for another section that I highlighted. Let me go forward. Hold on. Here is it they talk about right here. I will just read this sentence to you so you can hear how the author talk about the product. He said, use the offer equation. I've always loved puzzle, secret codes, cryptogram, and many other kind of mental gymnastic. Of course, solving the puzzle of marketing is one of my great joys today. And here's an equation I learned from watching a presentation by a CEO of a Fortune 5 network to a computer event on cloud programming. I am such a nerd. He put that in quotation. He said, core product plus value added equal offer. Offer, that's what you sell and what to close the deal with and to close the deal it have to be better be great what is that that's what you sell and to close the deal it had better be great oh it had better be great okay all right so he went on to say this is the basic service for which a magician, he was given an example as a magician, can be birthday party magic, balloon twisting, motivational school show, etc. Value added are, here's the rub. This is that wonderfully unique thing that you and you alone can bring to the table. That is what I was explaining to you just now. All right, let me look for another highlight that I made. I think I should have used my phone. It would have been so much easier. This is talking about value added again. I made so much quotes on my phone. Okay, let me look for this one. Um, how to know you have a killer offer. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to use my phone because I'm sure I can um, see this on my phone at the same time. Okay, I'm going to my Kindle app right now. Okay. And um, go to notes. If you have your Kindle app, you know, you press the three um, dots horizontally. Okay, here I am in the notes now. Um, let me see what I want to talk, tell you about. It's a lot, right? 
there's a part that he says um drill down on your list how do i open this okay let me tell you what it means he's saying that when you are targeting customers say you're doing a facebook target and stuff you need to drill down on the psychology of your customer this way you will need to get to know his age you need to get to know his or her um family situation you need to get to know their level of insecurity you need to get to know whether or not they like their job you need to get to know the type of music they like what makes them feel good if they actually like their job and so forth and this way you can better understand and who they are and it helps sort of targeting very easily because these things say say this person is married then there is a, a, a language of people who are living together like this right they talk very differently and they behave differently from people who are single so that was one of the thing he was saying to you he was also giving some headline and uh, i want to give you something really nice really because this book was really nice you know it's just hard to get information out right now because of the device that i'm using all right let me read this part schedule the entire campaign so basically he's saying whenever you have a particular project to do begin with the end in mind right what does that mean is that you need to be successful you need to schedule everything right so therefore you cannot be confused what you need to do when you need to do it and that's how you get things done right let me go back to here so he's saying the steps to build all the pieces in the campaign by that i mean you need to also put your plan start date writing letter one two three for example date to finish letter one two three dates to start and finish the associated website that is mentioned with the letter date to start and finish the phone call email script use when a lead calls in or email with you or email you with questions date for printing mailing etc odds and ends associated with project bottom line when you put together a campaign it's more than sending a letter on a date and guys just think about it in your own individual business but it's just more than just doing a mechanical function okay it takes mundane functions to get it correctly also and he's saying just you need to plan even the mundane functions this is what he's trying to get out here i need to have specific days so therefore you know how to measure okay back to what he's saying it is more it is more than to send a letter on a date it's a complete project 
that you need to think through all the pieces involved which can add and should include any necessary updates to your own business infrastructure okay let me skip here there's so much guys i i probably should have written this out for you um use syst i i like this part i'll just tell you this is about writing he's saying use system when you write basically he's making writing a part of what he's talking about like making that the subject but when he says system you need to understand you can create system in your different area of life and this is just one example right he said for example here let's take the very simple task of writing a sales letter to drum up some business with your target prospect if you're one of those folks terrified of facing a blank page then this is something that's going to concern you on all three angles it will cost a lot of time it will cost buckets of money to hire out it's not likely to be very good these are the three things he's talking about here's how having a system in place can help you overcome all three of these challenges starting start building a swipe file of great sales letter they don't need to be for from for your business just start saving that drunk mail that comes across your door when you see headline that strikes you as effective write them down somewhere for use later on later on i have pages and pages of different headline that i use to kickstart ideas find the basic formula for a letter and stick to it easy way on the the easiest way on the planet is problem agitate solve state the problem twist the knife and then show up for the rescue so this is the one way of writing a sales letter let me go back here write the first draft as fast as you can without stopping don't forget okay i read this part to you already so i'm just not gonna go over it But there's so much things here guys it's hard to tell you know you just need to pick up this book um let me see what he's saying right here I uh, this is a nice statement five ask these five quick questions about your offer here's a great point from yankee silver yank nick silver he's an amazing copywriter and he follows these five questions to ask yourself when thinking about your offer from the perspective of your client why me why you why this why this much how killer five simple quick queries but they nail down some core objective right from the get-go why me why does this offer matter to me why you what is it about you that makes this offer so special 
Why should I listen to you? Why this? Tell me exactly why this specific offer, product, service is something I should care about. Why this much? Just how do you justify the pricing? Why is it so much or why is it so inexpensive? Why now? Give me a clear reason why I need to get, I need to act now to make that purchase decision. Okay. Uh, there's a lot more. But what is, what, this is the first part of the book because I'm just using my fingers and my laptop to just click in. So there's like a whole host of other things in the back part of it which doesn't relate to writing a sales letter, but talking about sales. And I think I probably have to do a part two to this so I can just extract those information for you so you can get them instead of me just telling you what's happening on the first part of the page. Anyway, so far, I hope you have learned something and I look forward to see you again in part two, okay? Ciao, good night. Hi, so this is my ideas part of my outro. Um, I wanted to send out this um, audio, this audio podcast yesterday, but my upload just got a little bit corrupted, so I'm sending out today. So enjoy, and remember, like if you have any comments, just drop me a voice note, and I'll get back to you. Enjoy your Saturday from Nicole. Ciao, love you.